then. I am Adam. I'm Josh. And this is episode eight of Manadrone. Yep. This is our beginning of our what now? Our spooky Halloween. <laughs> Don't they call it like Spooktober or something? A lot like, of people call it Spooktober. Yes, yes. Some a lot cheesy of people. name for it. There's nothing wrong with a cheesy name for a great time. Okay. Well, if it was actually cheesy, it'd be like Matsutober or something cheesy. That was really sad. <laughs> that, that was really. That wasn't that was, cheesy. That was just yeah. Sad. That was just bad. Isn't that, that was just a, sad. Yeah. Right. But um, in honor of that, our first thing, oh, our little first little topic that we got is games where you go to hell. We're right. going to hell, Josh. We're going to hell, and all of our um, listeners who are probably listening to the podcast going, I can see that happening for you guys. I'm I already can. there. <gasps> really? It's really cold right now here. Yeah, actually, it has gotten pretty chilly out. We're That's... talking about the weather. How you know? How cool are we, guys? Right. <laughs> well, we are in Michigan. Michigan weather sucks. It does. It does. What are you going to do? Anyway, so Hell Games. Hell Games. First off, for me, the Doom series. Especially Doom, um, the, well, the Doom 2016 one, where you're actually, you know, like going into the Hell Gate. And, yeah. And yeah, I love that game so much, where it's like a bunch of scientists were just like, no, we, kn- we know what we're doing. Only we can, you know, stop this, and you know we have wasn't, to use this. What, wasn't there like the not what's the, what's the name of the, the new one? Doom Eternal. Eternal. Okay, so not not that one, but 2016. Wasn't there like a lo- uh, video log saying that they were messing around with teleportation, and that's how they opened a gate to hell? In the very first Doom game, what <laughs> happened was you know the two moons, uh, uh, Phobos, Phobos, and I can't even uh, think of the other name. Yeah, I. Don't, I, I don't I don't but remember. they were practicing using teleportation and that's how the they Phoebe? Act, yeah it is I think it, you know, I, not, I maybe know. it could be it doesn't matter but um apparently that's how they realized that they were accidentally you know teleporting into hell hmm. and in this one they're using hell itself as an energy source oh okay so like all these advancements from Oni um yeah, it's Oni. Hmm. Uh, all these advancements from this company, all of a sudden, they're just like, yeah, we we know it's hell, but come on, look at this energy. We right. have to use it. Yeah. Why? We would be stupid not right. to, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure one of those scientists flat out says that. No, no, it's the one who's like dressed as a ro- <clears throat> who's a robot now because oh, okay. of all the radiation. Right. Because if you you find that unaltered energy, you can crush it and kind of boost up your ability. Oh. And he says that some people can't even survive it, but I think you could. You as in the Doom Slayer? Yes. Oh. Yep, yep. And the Doom Slayer, the, NIST, the 2016 one that started off the kick, you know, that is the original Doom guy. Oh, okay. That is the original Doom guy. Huh. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. For me. I, I, I do. I love. I, I don't know why. It's not even just this game it's every game where you physically see them put the helmet on your head and then it does the huds pop up display like games like republic commando halo mm-hmm. like any of those games where that happens i just i love that it's just cool and i'm i know it does that in this one too it's got that like i, the, I just love parts where you're especially in doom eternal where like you're at that moon well not the moon base the base on mars and everything and all of a sudden like, that hell night comes out of nowhere and i'm just like just watching hell seep into the structures and wow. stuff. it was i love that game huh I, yeah i never played the the new one 
I did not Dude, play that. Doom Eternal is I, I'm waiting fantastic. for it to go on sale. Once, once it goes on sale for like 30 then I'll pick it up. If you're like me, let's go Game Pass, guess what? It's already on there. I'm not getting Game Pass because I looked at games for Windows Live. I installed it, and the only thing that they have on that damn thing on the PC side is Forza. And Ooh, Gears of War 4, which I already own, and I th maybe Need for Speed. They have th their selection on the PC sucks. Yeah, I, I, I believe <laughs> I'm it. I'm sorry, but no, this, no, the, the know, games for Windows Live, Game Pass selection on PC is trash. No, I agree. I agree with that Otherwise, one. I would jump on that, but that is not worth it if you're just on the PC. Yeah. Because me, especially in the first, uh, well, sorry, the Doom 2016, mm. you do go into hell. Oh, okay. Um, and the other Doom games, you also, too, go into hell to kill that one, like, the demon, like, high, whatever his name is. Like, the one who looks like a bull. Oh, okay. See, I don't re The only thing I remember about the old, old games, um, was fighting John Romero's head. That was on the, it was the creature. On the, what? I saw his head on a pike. Or, like, yeah, like, on a pike. It was, like, on a yeah, stick. Yeah, but then we saw, and I think Doom 2, his head is, like... Like smallly, like seen on that, like that one creature that creates all the monsters, the one who looks oh, like gigantic bull. I didn't know that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. What you're I talking swear, about. if I'm correct, I know that you see his head on the spike before in the oh. first one, and I believe that his head is back on the, I think I, the second just, one or the DLC one. I remember playing it, playing that game at like three in the morning and cheating my ass off trying to get through that game, and I entered no clip mode, teleported through a wall, and saw him his head on a pike and I shot it and it screamed at me and it was game over it was the weirdest thing I've ever done in a game I have no idea what the hell was going on but it's I was super cool. tired that's actually pretty cool yeah well another fun game Dante's Inferno I actually enjoyed this one I played this game and I reviewed it on TGE our, our first podcast back 10 years ago or something yes I don't know about the hell powers I went full holy on my playthrough Okay, so you did what I did. I was throwing crosses. Yes, yep, yep. I went full holy. Oh. So, I know that if anyone doesn't know, Dante's Inferno is actually a, based on a book from a person named Dante. Is it a and it was book called, or is it a poem? It's a book. Okay, I thought it was a poem for some it reason. It talks about Dante's journey through hell, purgatory, and then even talks about heaven. Oh, see, I thought that had something to do with like his there descent, are, descent into madness or something. Too? No, it's oh, okay. not really his descent into madness. It's his descent from like what purgatory is and what you know each level of hell represents. Oh, so it goes through the seven levels. Yes. No. Oh. Or circles. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, yeah, you know exactly what I'm yeah, talking about. Right. But in the the deeper you go into hell, the actually the colder it gets. So Michigan could be hell. <laughs> Damn. There is a city called Hell. Where's the Hellgate here? Oh, yeah. it's it's in Hell. Hell, That's Michigan. Ahoy! Holy, but field trip. I do like because <laughs> what? And I, if I remember correctly, Dante's Inferno. Didn't you play? You were a crusader. Yep. Yeah, you thought you were doing God's will. Hmm. You die. Right. And then, if I if I remember correctly, your wife or whatever your lover, yeah, she is sent into hell, and you're going yep. to rescue her, right? And you have to fight the seven deadly sins, basically, right? Because I remember fighting Gluttony. Yes. Okay. Yep. I Specifically, remember I remember that boss fight because it was a big blobish thing. I remember that one weird thing was like like it had boobs and it opened up and a bunch of weird things flew out of its nipples. Yep. I do remember. Wasn't that the first boss fight? I thought so. I mean, again, I'm going off of. 10 to 12 years of memory here. I don't quite remember it very well, but mm. 
Yeah, I did like that game, though. I remember uh, comparing it back then to Devil May Cry. It plays very much like DMC. Well, it was. It was a, it was a, a cash cow on Devil May Cry. God of War. Yeah, God of War. And what was the other one? Oh, my goodness. I can't think of where you got to play the uh, the God of the Four Horsemen. Darksiders? Isn't, yeah. Was it out back then? Yeah. I guess, I guess Darksiders would have been out back then, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. first one, yeah. Yeah. Huh. If I'm correctly, Darksiders came out first before Dante's Inferno, if I remember correctly. Probably. Darksiders was awesome. I was actually going to mention that series also. And, cool, dude. And with this uh, this lineup of Hell Games, Darksiders, that whole series is basically in this, because they are the horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes. Because, um, if I remember correctly, on Earth, Hell pretty much won, so you get to see, like, our Earth. War started the apocalypse By early. accident. Yeah, yeah. By accident. By killing... What was the name of the... Was it called the Abomination or something like that? What was the name of that creature that he killed? Yeah, I He think... killed it or set it free or something and then had to kill it, but that sparked the apocalypse. No, no, no. I thought he, like, all four of them set out and then war was getting charged for it because those four things, like those... The ones that are neutral between angels and demons and stuff like that tricked... Got... Tricked him oh. to start in the apocalypse. I thought it could have been. I don't quite remember. It's been a while since I played the first game. Actually, okay. actually, it hasn't. I think I started playing that again last year on oh, Switch, okay. uh, which is actually kind of funny because well, I was gonna talk about it a little bit, but uh, I'll mention it later. But I, I've also been playing Darksiders Genesis on the PC. Oh, cool. Okay. It, it's it's not really new, new. I think it came out in like March. All right. But I'll talk about that later. Anything else? I know Hades. You've um, been playing yep. Hades. Well, we, we talked a lot about Hades uh, yeah. on the last podcast. No, do you know the story so far, though? Like, what's going on? Why like why are you escaping Hades? I, I, I mean, I haven't really touched that game since last week. Oh, um, okay. But, I mean, like I was saying last week, it was basically he just wants the... I want to say his name's like... Uh, Ziggurath or something like that. It starts with his the the Prince of Hell, the guy that I couldn't think of last week. His name starts with a Z. Okay. It's like Ziggurath or something like that. But he's trying to get out of Hell, and the gods of Olympus are trying to help him. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. But I mean that, that game. If you listen to last week's podcast, we basically go into how it's very much like Diablo. There's a ton of different loot you can get. Well, actually, there's weapons that you unlock and then there's certain boosts that you can use with your with the the prince of hell to make your character fight in a specific style but you don't really get gear per se it's it's more just here's the weapon you're going to use here's the boost for this run go through kill a bunch of stuff come back do it again it's actually kind of funny because last week i was talking about how i couldn't beat meg um I got to work, I think it was Tuesday, and I bring my Switch with me. I busted that thing out right before I started my shift, and I beat her in five minutes. Nice. I was in the middle of a boss fight against her, half health down, and I just went ham and killed her almost instantly. It was weird. So she's dead, and then I go into the next section. And, like the, the landscape changes because you're basically progressing through different levels of hell. So now I'm going after somebody else. I don't know if I find out who that is yet, but the land is different. Like it look, the whole terrain looks totally different. I know he he does mention how he's flammable because you're actually fighting around lava now in the second part of it after okay. you after you kill Meg, and you can actually catch yourself on fire. He's like, oh yeah, he has some quip about being, oh I might be the prince of hell, but I am still flammable. 
He's flame. I think he says he's he's flame resistant, not flame proof. So nice. So yeah, I mean, we we talked about that one a ton though. Go listen to last week's uh, episode uh, seven to learn about Hades. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Bayonetta two. Did you play Bayonetta two? No, I have not. I honestly got truth. I didn't play Bayonetta two because in the count of that was for the Switch. That's for the Switch. Yeah, it came for, out on the Switch exclusively for a while. Not for the Switch. For the Wii... The Wii U. Really? It was that far back? Yeah. I didn't know that. I Bayonetta thought it was... 2 is for the Wii U. Oh, wow. I didn't even own that console. No, did I? I, I can't even remember if I owned that console or not. I think I might have had that console for like a week. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, I know I gave it away very, very quickly. I, I sold that to my sister and her kids or something for stupidly cheap. Okay. But I never I never played Bayonetta 2. Alright, uh, another good game uh, that we can talk about is Shadows of the I Dam. never played this. I heard you talk about Gus, Gu, uh, Garcia, Garcia Hotspur, Hotspur and okay. his gun. His gun talks. His, his, his boner gun. That's all I remember. Yeah. It was it was a team it was a team project from Pseudo Fifty One, right? And the main people who worked on Capcom for making RE Four. Oh, so if you've never played this game, you should find a way to play this. It is fantastic. I wonder if this is on the Switch. You, I don't know. That's actually a really good question to the, find or out. Or on the PS Four. Yeah, well, keep talking. I'm gonna look this up. There is a bunch of neat bosses, plenty of jokes when you're in the demon world. Where you have to like you have to deal with demon pubes, you have to do something. Um, light source is being powered by like a goat's head, if I remember correctly. Uh, different abilities for your guns, how to shoot, and it's over the top insane. All I remember is your Garcia Hotspur, demon known demon hunter. Oh, and this one girl who looks just like the woman that. Oh, sorry. This woman that you love, you kind of find out that she was once kind of like a demon hunter herself. Oh. Got captured and lost all memory. And she was essentially like the story when you read out, it's like she was being tortured essentially. And, and she's broken. Oh. All I remember is getting in trouble when my character Garcia Hotspur was climbing on top of her, this gigantic model of her, and she's topless. And I'm like, yep. Thank you, video games. <laughs> Thank you. And she's so it's like full on like you can see titties. And I'm like, yep, cool. Still doesn't sound any worse than uh, Duke Nukem Forever. True. Because that game was kind of cr- well, it was pretty cringy. No, <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever was just god awful. Yeah, it was bad. Bad. Yeah, it, it was. It was bad. I mean, let's just be blatantly obvious. It was garbage. <laughs> yeah. It was garbage. Yeah, I can't talk about Shadows because I never played it. I just looked it up. It's only available on Xbox 360 and PS3. Last Man, gen only. Really? Yep. That's what, according to Google. It's not uh, available anyway. Did, did you play? Did you play Painkiller? No, have I you have ever not played, played Painkiller. I don't remember what the name of the guy is that you play as, but I know you get this cool, um, this gun glaive thing that you can throw and like it. It's like a spinny thing, a spinny blade thing that you spinny can like spinny blade thing. You could basically slice uh, hordes of hell like minions and stuff into pieces and you get like a stake gun that you can stake. Isn't that these... the same thing too that we're like, I get, isn't the same almost identical to that same plot line for Shadows of the Dam? like someone like someone you love has been taken to hell. Uh, yep, I, I think it's his a girlfriend. A car accident or yeah, something or, like that. You were in a car accident, right. correct? Yep. 
and then you find yourself like battling through ways of hell yeah yeah to rescue her yep. right so yep. she can go to heaven you're not yep they even feel like you're not going to heaven but she can yep so like was this for the xbox originally or the xbox 360 what oh 2004 so it's, yeah it's old 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 i played it on pc i don't okay. i don't know what consoles it was on um, but I just remember I, I did get through wait did I get through the end of that no, I'm trying to, I'm trying know. to remember there was some weird game where like every, like it was it was basically hell but everything was frozen I can't remember what game that is basically painkiller though it's like heavy metal music and like tons of different uh, hordes of monsters and you can like pin pin monsters to walls with the state gun thing you get you do get a shotgun i'm pretty sure you get some type of like rocket thingy so you can like you do. jump super far you do get a rocket thingy. um i i just remember it it being it kind of feeling like a, a first person version of basically like dynasty warriors because there's so many freaking minions all over the place that you're just basically tearing everything to pieces cool um that, that's all i really know about that one but you do go to hell in that game okay so cool. Um, Saint, and don't forget the most funniest one that we can talk about for hell, besides um, Shadows of the Dam, Saints Row, Get Out of Hell. I never played that one. You didn't? No, not Get Out of Hell. Essentially, the character that you play from the Saints Row 3rd hmm. one yeah. gets taken by the devil to marry his daughter. Yeah. Okay. And then you get, you know, his trusted, like, you know, best friend throughout the series. Oh gets to I didn't know the name character that was the na- name of the main character. I thought that was like a gun reference. No, no, no. It's like um it's I forgot his name, but like it's like get out of hell. Yeah, yeah. I and didn't know that was the I forgot person. his name, but um it was the one that you thought died in the third one and if you play the the next one, Saints Row four with the aliens, hmm. you find out that he was still alive. Oh. And then in, for the DLC for the fourth one, you actually can, you know, go to hell and you're trying to rescue your boss essentially your friend who is huh. the, the, the one character you played for three and four and you're trying to save him do you still get a dubstep gun i don't know if you get the dubstep gun but there's, there's some over top weird weapons and stuff like that so just imagine like hell in a city oh it's it, it was fun the last thing on my list devil may cry do you actually go into hell in that game? I don't thought... I didn't think you did. I thought you were at this mansion in Devil May Cry, and the like, demons were kind of, like, chilling there. But isn't... Okay, so what? what is Dante's dad, Sparta, supposed to be? He's a, like, powerful, like, demon knight, like, in second command of, like, the demon horde. Okay, so he's not considered... He's not the devil. He's not a okay, devil. He's okay. a knight. One of the most powerful ones that hell had to offer. I see. And there's two different stories, remember. There's one with the Devil May Cry one where he fell in love with a human woman and had Dante and um, Virgil. Okay. And then the other one for DMC, Devil May Cry, it was Virgil and Dante were half angel and half devil. They were Nephilim. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. What Nephilim is, right? Right. Yeah, isn't there like a full, like like a back and forth, like rating system or something based on how you fight? If there's blue enemies, that means you want to use the angelic weapons. Ah. And if they were red, you wanted to use the demon weapons. Okay. What was the name of the person that he was in love with in that game? It wasn't oh, Trish, she, was it? I don't think it was Trish, but she was a witch. Oh, right. She was. She was like, a, it was a neat take on like witches. Big look. 
Like, like she's like, oh no, I got a spray can. Instead of doing the old-fashioned way, I can use a spray can with these stencils and just spray it instead of having yeah. to, you know. And I was like, okay. well, I mean, she basically pulls a Trinity from the Matrix, and she's wearing like tight leather and like sunglasses and blonde hair and a ponytail. Not the one from Devil May Cry DMC. I think we're talking oh, about different ones. No, then I'm thinking maybe that chick is a model, a reincarnation of the de- what the head demon made of their mother. Oh, huh. yeah. I thought you were talking about DMC, Devil May Cry. I apologize. Both. I, 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 don't know. The I know they're different universes, but both basically. Okay. Man, dude, now I want to play Shadow of the Damned. <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked it up because I was gonna buy it. I was if I, if I could buy it, I would pick it up, but I can't find it. I'm like seriously it. like trying to like find it as we speak right now. It was 2011 when it came out. Hmm. Uh, Johnson, that's his gun's name. It was oh, Johnson. Right. I just remember it being like a boner gun. Yeah. Because that's what I think that's what you mentioned it as being yeah. like a boner gun or something like that. Yeah. Does, doesn't he like pull one of those classic lines, say hello to my little friend or something, and he like busts that gun out? Yeah. I, I don't know. That is games that where we've gone to hell. I think one more we can talk about is Diablo. If I'm correct, you do go to hell in that one in Diablo 3 also, do you not? I don't remember if you... I, I know you go to heaven in Diablo 3, but Diablo 2, I think Act 4 is hell. That's why. Okay, if it's the Diablo series, you have gone to hell, correct? Yeah, I mean, you fight you fight Diablo in Act 4 in, in Diablo 2. Yeah. Well, there was something else that you... There was another demon that you fought, too, that was actually in hell itself. What was it? There was, well, I mean, there's what? Andariel? Uh, yeah. The second one was the Maggot Lair. The third yeah. one was Mephisto. Fourth one's Diablo. Fifth one's Bale. Yeah. I mean, overall... You think you, if you were forced like Dante, would you survive going through hell? No. Literally, you said hell and hell. No. How the hell do you fight that? I could. I could totally fine. I'll be fine. I I got this. I have no soul. Jokes on you. But I don't know. <laughs> After that, I'm pretty much. That's all we really have to talk about for the our first like Halloween event for hell. Hell. Yeah, pretty much. Like I <laughs> I was uh, like game wise. I did I did start playing a little bit of Resident Evil. Seven? seven. I was gonna say four. Resident Evil. I've never played four either. That's weird. Uh, You're so good. I, I never had a GameCube, but I, I started playing Resident Evil Seven, and I honestly I got bored of it. I, I Resident Evil Seven. I literally got bored of playing that game because it's just like, RE Seven. Yeah, I'm like walking. Why around. are you bored? I'm walking around. I'm just like, uh. how are you bored? <laughs> I don't know. That game was so good. That's why I it's started... so creepy every time you turn the corner because you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I know. I scared the crap out of myself trying to play that game at like 3 in the morning after I got out of work on, I think it was Tuesday. I like get up get up from that table because you're eating all that gross food and I take a look at that old lady that's falling asleep in the chair and I'm just like, any second now she's going to move and I'm going to jump out of this chair and jump right out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it's it's creepy, and then they're talking about that one part that I saw you play, where the cop shows up, and isn't he the guy that gets attacked with a chainsaw? Yeah, there's a part where uh, like they're in a barn, and there's like a car or something, and he gets like, does he get run over with the car too? What happens is I um he gets in the car, um starts I think if I'm correct he does like weird donuts, then you try to get in the vehicle, mm. you hit him. And I do remember catching him on fire, and oh. then he came back shortly after that, where I was looking for this puzzle piece in the tub, grabbed it, and he turned the corner, and his face is all healing and stuff like that. He's like, I'm gonna teach you like something about like faith or something, boy. Uh. 
And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So what's the deal with the story? Why are these guys eating like they are? Okay, there is a new form. Like, I don't care if you spoil it for me. There is a research vessel that crashed in their area. Okay. Now, what's left? They was a little girl. This family was trying to be kind and took her in. She's actually the main virus. Oh. It's a... Another strand, kind of like what happened with RE4 and RE5 with the parasite itself as a zombie organism. Oh, okay. And it, it's all changing them to something different. Like, remember, he, his father has got that, like, weird regenerative powers. Um, his, the mother is more spider-like. Hmm. Wasn't the brother, like, a scorpion or something, I think? It was so, something like that. Hmm. I don't remember. What's the mother's name? Is the mother's name, like, Margaret? I think so. Or, I think it's Margaret. Yeah, and so like, your this house has started. Jack is the dad. Yeah. Okay. But I don't get how you can be bored of that game. I don't know how you can be bored. I don't know. I just I started walking around and I'm just like, eh, I'm gonna go play something more action based. (laughs) That's when I that's when I loaded up. Play RE4 then. Play RE4. Seriously, play RE4. That's That's way more action based. Well, how do I play RE4 without a GameCube? Like, what what system is that on? Is that on Steam? Steam. I didn't know that. Steam. Oh, I thought it was GameCube exclusive. No. Um, it, it came out on the PlayStation a year later after it first came out. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Then it came out for the Wii. Hmm. Then it came out for a remastered, for, I believe, for the Xbox One and the PS4. Ah. So, uh, I can tell you right now, you got plenty of options to play it, my friend. Sure. Well, I, I actually did start uh, playing Darksiders Genesis again. Okay. Because I haven't played that one more than like an hour when I bought it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to play something more action-based and it's not really scary, but you're still playing as the horses of a, the apocalypse. Which one? It's war and what else? Strife. It is Strife. Strife okay. is the dude with double pistols. Yeah, because you know, four horses of apocalypse, it's supposed to be war, death, pestilence, and famine. Yep. Yeah, and this one it's what? War, death, strife, and... Chick with a whip. Is it Wrath? I think it's wrath. It's wrath. Yeah. I had the third one too, but I barely touched it. I played I the have hell not, out of it. That's on Game Pass, and I have not played it yet. Oh. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You get a whip. Which... So it's like a bunch of BDSM stuff going Ooh. on. Ooh. Oh. What's the safe word, Josh? What's your safe word? Well, this is hell. There is no safe word. Uh, that's true. Good point. Good so, call. Good sucks call. to be you. Yeah, that could be your word. Or maybe it doesn't. Yeah, there you go. That depends on what you're into. Um, <laughs> I did play and got my hands on Star Wars Squadrons. I watched Star Wars Squad- Squadrons. That's it looks, th- it looks hard. It's <laughs> if you're thinking it's gonna be like Rogue Squadron, you're wrong. It's not oh, like Rogue somebody, Squadron. Somebody this was actually saying that more, I read it. This is more tactical, more of actual like real like kind of style dog fighting that you would see in the show. Did you ever play X Wing or Tie Fighter on PC? Yes, I always played this as the B Wing. That's my only ship that's not on there. I never I'm played hurt. multiplayer on that, though. I only, I only played single I, player. I played story. I'm oh, sorry. I played multiplayer a couple ah. times. But um, first of all, if you're buying this game, because it's 40 bucks. Yep. It's not 60 It's right. 40 Yep. And you go, oh, I'm just going to buy this for the story campaign. Don't. Story campaign's very short. Oh. Doesn't have a lot of teeth to help you sink in or replay. Oh. Okay. I can tell you right now. I have I just beat the story and it's oh it's it's not bad but it's not also like great like it's my one friend says is it better than Rogue Squadron 2 no hands down no it's not even 
remotely close to being better than Rose Squadron 2. How does how does the how does it work? How does the mission structure work for the story? It's essentially treat yourself like you're like a normal X-Wing pilot where all the times you've seen, you know, like the Battle of Endor, this is the, the, the little HUD display. This is what's going to happen. Hmm. You know, like this is your mission parameters. Then you can go to the Hainer. You can get your ships. Most of the time your ships are the ones that they pick you for this mission. It's not like Rogue Squadron where after you finish it, you can try a different ship. Oh. But you can customize it. Okay? Okay. You can customize your ship with better weapon, well, certain weapons, like, okay, my TIE Fighter. In this situation, I know I'm going to be going up against a lot more X-Wings. So I'm going to improve my hull, uh-huh. which will affect my turning radius. So let me look at my thrusters. Okay, this thrusters are going to have an easier time for me, you know, maneuvering and getting right up close and personal with my um, enemy fighters. Huh. Or I can just remove the HUD, increase my speed even faster, and have even more man- no turning ability. Sure. Um, I can tell you right now, TIE Fighters, I suck at them. I die so much faster because they are weaker. Uh, but they are faster, more maneuverable, and have better firepower than your standard X-Wing. Can you do a barrel roll? No, but you can do a space R- drift. What the hell is that? When you time your speed just right, because uh-huh. one of the characters on the, um, the Rebel side shows you how to do a, a drift for me. And you gun it. And you um you hold the boost button and you turn hard right or hard left and it kind of does this cool like little space drift where oh. you can make a faster turn and get yeah. right on on the enemy and cool. attack them. Huh. Um, my biggest gripe that I have is I don't like how like the story mission is structured when you're in the Hainer Bay because hmm. your brain thinks you're in first person view and it points to the Hainer. I try walking. And oh. then also my characters like little thing will go all over the high like wait there never mind I'm stuck in stationary. The characters that you're with, some of them are very like I think uh, annoying is the best word to describe Star it. Star Fox annoying? Kinda. Oh. Especially when you have to talk to them in the hanger. I think it's more annoying than it is you know, entertaining. No, okay. There are two squadrons that you um you play as. Hmm? The Imperial is Titan Squadron. Titan? Titan. Okay. The other one is called Vanguard Squadron. Okay. Right. And the first mission, you start out as a TIE fighter pilot that you will join. Well, for me, I played. I started as the Rebel side. Mm-hmm. So my first mission was me playing as a TIE fighter pilot. And Are you this- a recruit on both sides? Yes, you're, you're a fresh new pilot on both sides. Okay. 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 So what happens is in this main story is this is right after the, the story begins right after Alderaan. Oh, nice. Blew up. Okay. And a bunch of civilians from Alderaan are trying to hide. Your squadron has been chosen to hunt them down. Ah. The main captain, he says he couldn't do it anymore and betrays you. Hmm. And I don't know if that's a, if it would be ch- if the story will change per se if I play as the Empire first, and then because oh. I played as the Rebels first, and some after so often there is a Empire story that I play as the Empire. Then it goes back to the rebel side for me. So I don't know about the beginning part, but... Did you kill some Bothans? No, I did not. But essentially, it's all the story looks like it's leading to one little kind of style thing. Where, like, it's kind of telling each... Like, this is a Titanfall story where, like, each... When you play on this side, it tells a story. And then you play on that side, kind of story. And all, like, roads lead to the one area. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure, yeah. I actually like that. 
Yeah, but right after that mission happens, the one captain flees and says, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to be a deserter. I'm joining the rebellion. I'm, oh. I want to save these people. I'm tired of killing civilians. Huh. And the other person who is, like, your right-hand woman, yeah. she becomes an admiral of, a, like, a starship herself. Hmm. And it's, be, it's essentially battling, those two are battling each other. Hmm. One, again. What, are their, what are their names? Downey, I can't even think of their names. One's I just like, immediately so, thought Juno Eclipse, but that's from there, uh, there we go. Force Unleashed. There we go. <laughs> but um, I love the cockpits. I love being in the cockpits. I really do. I think it's amazing. I, I haven't played this game yet, but from what I've seen, it, it looks like it's really cool in VR. It's all about the dogfight, okay? It is. Once you get in that cockpit, after you, get, you have to deal with the annoying hainer part. And I'm sorry. The part where like it tells you your mission parameters, that doesn't bother me. Hmm. It's hearing the other dialogue from the other people. It's very annoying. You remember watching that Voltron show, the remake one, right? Sure. Um, Pip was the character in the green, right? Who was actually a girl. Oh, okay. It is vo- one of the characters on um, the Rebel side is voiced by her. Oh. It looks just like her with like instead of she tries their best to make her look like an alien mm. and put some paint on her face. Oh. Essentially, that's what it was. Hmm. You do see some cool characters from the other Star Wars like Wedge Atilles. Oh, cool. I can't I am blanking on her name right now and I wrote it down, but I can't I forgot my paper. She is the um the head pilot for Spectre Squadron from the show Rebels. Oh. She's on there. I did not Wait, Rebels was with Ezra, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Then the, the Green Tilwick, who was the pilot. Oh, yeah. I yep. know who you're talking you see about. Her. I can't remember her name either. I, I lost my stuff. I was just like, one of the missions, I'm like, I think that's Wedge Atilles. Huh. Oh, it's Wedge Atilles. Yeah. But right after that mission ends with you failing to stop the captain from joining the Rebel Alliance, it yeah. takes four years later. Oh. The Battle of Endor has already happened. <laughs> the Empire is struggling. Um, there's, there's, it kind of shows like the divide of the empire where there is minor factions. There was a mission where you're on this covert stealth mission to try to figure out where, what this secret spot facility that the rebels are working on and another captain busts out even with a beat up starship, Imperial starship. (laughs) And he literally just screws up the entire mission. Oh, Huh. I mean, overall, multiplayer, it's where it's at. Yeah. I played two matches of multiplayer. Um, I was a TIE fighter. I got my butt handed to me. My butt handed to me because I'm so not used to the TIE fighters. I'm, I, and you're I, playing with a... Well, you're on a console, right? You're not playing yes. some PC, so you're playing with an Xbox controller. Yep. For the controllers, is you know, the right stick is to control the pitch up and down. Sure. The left stick does a few things. One, up and down on the left joystick controls your speed. Okay. And then left and right kind of helps you do the little spin and turns and, you know, make your sharp turns. Sure. And controls your pitch, essentially. Okay. Now, um, my problem is, is that some other flight games sometimes make you hold the flight, you know, hold the left stick down to help you keep your in- speed increase. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Once you just put your speed up there and then you have to use your own self to you know, oh. pull back if right. you want to slow down your speed. Right. You can literally drop down to zero. If you want to, and just hold out. Can you cut the engines and then just drift? Yes. Oh, cool. 
So, yes. you could, so you could get some really cool maneuvers going with this game. Yes, you can like gun it, like I said before, and do a cool space drift where like yeah. I was like literally throwing all this debris and I'm like, this, okay, this X-Wing's on my ass. He won't leave me alone. Yeah. I just like got out of that tunnel, just hard drift, and just like banked and then got around him. Uh, by doing a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. And I'm just like, uh, and then I just I was like, you're mine now, sucker. <laughs> and I just lit him up. And it was satisfying. Can you do a kamikaze and smash into people and blow them up? If, you were, if your health is low enough, yes, you can do a kamikaze. But it doesn't really do anything to me in the story campaign, per se. I didn't see any minor change in the, the health or the shields oh, okay. of the enemy, okay? Okay. But you can bump. I've accidentally bumped when I first was playing. Um, I was goofing off with the TIE fighter trying to figure out and wasn't paying attention because I answered the phone and I smashed into the little star shark, the oh. star fighter. Yeah. And it knocked my health out. Well, I just, I think we were just watching somebody right before we started recording this and their their ship was on fire and he swerved out of the way of this capital ship and then exploded and I was like, why wouldn't you just dive bomb into that? Well, they also the have their shields still up too. There, it's like oh. when you're... When you're playing multiplayer, you have like those little small cruisers in the capital yeah, ships. Right. The cruisers, you'll see that like they have a health bar for shields, and that's why you want to use your entire squadron to your advantage. Right. Now, in the Empire side, there is a thing called a um, Tie Reaper. Okay. We saw those in the um. But you, you remember that cool weird Tie Fighter that had a, was a dropship too. For those deaf troopers, remember? Yeah. That's in it. It has ion cannons, so you could actually use that ship to, you know, like, dive bomb those cruisers, take out their shields faster with the ion guns. A rogue story? Or something like that? Yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Rogue I'm sorry. One. It was Rogue One. Well, I said a rogue story. But yeah, no, a rogue, rogue story. Rogue One. That's what it is. Okay. But the best way to, when you're playing multiplayer, is each ship is unique and different, and each ship can do something, you know, different tie interceptor it's gonna be faster more maneuverable it, and do way more damage than a standard tie can do yep well you know what when you're going up against the capital ships tie bomber tie bomber okay or the y-wing right use your right. y-wing and x-wing your standard x-wing to target so on the rebel side x-wing y-wing b-wing and a-wing what else no on the x on the rebel side it's x-wing yeah y-wing okay it's going to be a-wing okay U-Wing. What was a U-Wing? It was in Rogue One. Oh. It was that one that was the dropship that they used originally in the, in the, when they took off, mm -hmm. and it was the one that came to rescue them and shot was starting to shoot down the oh, AT-ATs. okay. Doesn't look like a U. It looks like a V, but there's yeah. already a V-Wing, so you can't have that. No um, YT-class freighters like Han Solo ship? No. Oh. No, 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 no. So... Okay, you haven't really stopped talking about this one yet, but what do you think the potential is for DLC for, like, different ships? Right now, they say that they want to continue updating, but they're not doing anything just yet. Is if there they, is there any kind of balance issues? I, in my opinion, when playing multiplayer-wise, when I am the Rebels, I feel like I have an easier time taking out a, tie, a standard TIE fighter. As a TIE fighter, I've died a lot. Just a, just a standard TIE fighter. Yeah. Not the TIE Interceptor, the TIE Bomber, or the Reaper. When I'm in the standard TIE fighter, I get my a** handed to me on a silver platter. Now, when mm. I play on the X-Wing, which is supposed to be that, you know, the version up against the TIE fighter, sure. I can survive longer because I can then switch up my shields. Right. Which, that's another thing, too. 
that's different is being the cockpit is the biggest reason why there is no third person view for this game. Right. You have to constantly be smart and change up how you play. It's not like just go around, fly, shoot, shoot. No. Okay, shoot. You know, I'm getting hammered right now. I got to focus my shield, you know, increase my shields, focus my shields in the front if I'm going head on against a Star Destroyer. Yeah, right. You know, I need yeah. to take out his targeting system, which is right there outlined. Mm. I got to get in there. I got to hit him hard. Yep. Or another part where it's like, I got to get around this Star Destroyer as fast <laughs> as I possibly can. So, somebody somebody was saying, was it the one that we were just watching where the guy like flew right into the um, the, the Star Destroyer's like jets or whatever? Like the, the, yeah, the, the thrusters. Yeah, the jets can hurt you. Yeah, I think he was saying, oh the yeah. The jets they, can hurt yeah, you. Right. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. He's just like, oh yeah, the developers said these things actually, oh man, I'm dead now. Exactly, like, the developers have like, already said, like, you know, like, the environment will affect you. There was one of the missions where I'm on, like, I literally dove into this cloud area, and it got, it literally, like, screwed up my sensors or whatever it was, and uh, then it killed me. Cause, how about know, asteroid fields? Uh, there's no asteroid fields, it was, like, a lot of debris fields, though. Oh, okay. If yeah, that makes sense, like, like, yeah, space, yeah. like a space battle. Yep. But... You're constantly, for like the X-Wing, A-Wing, and Y-Wing especially, you're constantly switching up to your shield, which is on your right right D-pad. Hmm. Um, your output for damage and your blasters in the top D-pad. And then use your um, uh, left D-pad as in your boost. Oh, okay. And you can literally gun it. And um, certain Use the boost to get through. Yep. Right. Well, the... <laughs> Oh my god, I hate you right now with your face. But it was so cool because there's one... Star Fox. Yeah, Star Fox. Do a barrel roll. Right. But uh, I thought that was kind of neat. We're like, we need to get around this Star Destroyer as fast as we can. And I hit the boosters. And I'm sorry, but watching all the lasers like fly by me, it looked so... It reminded me like I was like watching the Battle of Endor. Yeah. I, I... See, one of the one of the things I need to look into is what resolution this game is supported with on the PC... And possibly getting this because imagine how crazy that's gonna look on my monitor. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's gonna be a blast. Oh yeah, your nice little like I, I have a Samsung super ultra wide 49 inch monitor that's ten uh 3840 by 1080. It is crazy wide. So for flight sims it looks insane. Yeah. Star Citizen looks amazing on it. But I mean overall though, honest like I said before, if you're there is so much under this hood. But for the story campaign wise, hmm. there is it's not enough to demand buy me. For if oh. you're a huge Star Wars fan, I'm sorry. You know, if you always wanted to like just reenact like the Battle of Endor and feel like you're in that cockpit. See, I was I was gonna ask, do you get to do anything like a Death Star trench run? No. That's like iconic too, that sucks. No, there's like <laughs> some there's some neat missions where like I'm like Flying through the debris, I'm getting, I'm trying to take out tie bombers, or I'm, you know, like invading a, a start. Well, not invading, but like this shipping yard, and there's a tie bomber. It's, mm. it's a blast. But the overall, right now, the main key is like, if you want to keep playing and justify your price, it's gonna be multiplayer. Yeah, right. Which again, there is a steep learning curve on this. You do want to play the story campaign, because if mm. not, you're going to get your butt handed to you on a silver platter. How does matchmaking work? It's five versus five. Right. And what will happen is... Is there you, a lobby? Yeah. Well, okay. not really a lobby, but you just like, huh, get online, and what will happen is you're on the deck of, you know, the Imperial side, 
or on the deck of the rebel side. Right. And then each, how it works out is not all can be an X-Wing. Okay. Everyone is going to be a different ship. Okay. It's five versus five. So again, the five ships I just talked about from both Empire so side. So is it first come, first serve? How does that I work? kept getting the X-Wing. Oh, so you're just a, you are assigned I joined, a ship? I was joined in and I was an X-Wing. Oh, okay. 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 I wasn't paying attention. I was just joining matchmaking and the, the ship I kept getting was in my X-Wing. Because I, I, I kept getting the TIE Fighter, like I said. Yeah. I was getting the TIE Fighter and I noticed it that when I'm the TIE Fighter, I died way more than I did playing the Xbox. So what you're saying is X-Wing. I can't live out my fantasy of playing as a part of Red, Red Squadron. Where we're all X-Wings. Hmm. You Red, can't do that. Red 5, standing yeah, by. Exactly. Red 2, standing by. No, I'm Red 6. I'm the guy that dies. Got a problem here. Eject. I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. No, Red 5 dies in um, Rogue One. Oh. Yeah, Remember? I, I, I was That's thinking. how Luke became Red. Right, right. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I need more I can... Twinkies, though, if I'm going to be that guy. Uh, he was chunky. You're Pork, right. Porkins. He was chunky. Oh. Yep. No, he was a little... In between Luke and Porkins' size. No, I was talking Red Six as Porkins. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Never mind. time to get time to get chunky people. Time to get what? chunky people. But anyway, I mean, if I had to give it a great like a score, I hate to say it, it it's a six out of ten or a seven out of ten. Hmm. That's how I feel. As a Star it, Wars it nerd, looks cool. As a Star Wars nerd, I'm I'm just I'm I'm livid. But if you're not a Star Wars nerd and you kind of see this as like you like flying games, and you want content, I hate to like. But the best way to describe it right now is I still think Ace Combat or Rogue Squadron Two is better than this game. Is the forty dollar price tag justified? I think the forty dollar price tag helps the cause of buying this game. Yeah, right. Because I mean, if, what, what if it was sixty bucks, I would have flat out said. If you're not a hardcore diehard Star Wars fanboy or fangirl, you don't touch this. Don't. Ah, okay. For so, sixty so it's bucks, a, it's a good thing they did. If 40. it was sixty bucks, I'm sorry, I would literally be like, don't get this right. unless you're a hardcore Star Wars fan. How's the music? Good. Cool. Like okay. epic. Like just imagine your like the music that you would get when you're in like watching Battle of Endor or. The Rogue One, like, it picks up while you, the, the action gets heavy. I, one of my favorite things, because I was watching, I think it, I think his name's Typical Gamer on Twitch or something. I was watching some guy play this, and they were jumping in between different points. They kept on going into hyperspace and like going to different areas. Well, there's that a mission, was cool. The mission area, well, for hyper, how hyperspace works, there's two different things um, for the story campaign, and they're like it will circle where you want to be. Yep. They get into the yep. hyper plane. Now, for your X-Wing... If anybody's played Freelancer and knows how the jump gates work, it's kind of like that. Yep. Bingo. The difference is, for TIE Fighters, like TIE Interceptor or the TIE, you have to get on top, get locked into a, another spaceship that to can launch see that. you. Right, because TIE don't, Fighters yeah. do not have that. Right. Short-range fighters. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But I just, I like that. That was cool. But the, the saddest part of all is, I like the cast, the characters better on the Empire side. Then I like the characters on the Rebel side. Not as annoying? No, like some of the characters on the Empire side are actually kind of cool looking. Uh. One is, he's got this, he's the TIE Bomber, hmm. if I remember correctly, or the Reaper. He was the pilot for the Bomber or the Reaper. And his helmet is all scuffed up, beat up. Yeah. 
and his like he refuses to remove it because he's been in so many like accidents like crash oh. landings or you know his ship got hit hard hmm. he's like yeah i had cybernetics and on the rebel side your leader of your squadron she has cybernetics she has like a c3po arm oh cool but her character is annoying oh um what's the name of kylo ren's ship his tie fighter oh my god he's had two different types of tie fighter. but his his tie is not called a reaper no. Okay. No. I, I wasn't sure. I don't know what a TIE Reaper is. I, I don't know that I've ever seen one. Uh, I'm on, I'm I've on. seen the bomber. I've seen the interceptor. I've seen the the plain one, like the yeah. standard TIE, and I think that's it. I don't know that I've ever seen a TIE Reaper before. That's essentially, oh. that's the version of the, like, comp, that, that's, each ship is kind of like, it's, you know, compromises to the other one. So oh. TIE, X-Wing. Yeah. TIE, Interceptor, A-Wing. You know, and so on, and so on, and so on, and the, t- the Reaper to the U-Wing. Huh. Now uh, we just need a Thai Diva and a Thai Lucio. That's right, you do. <laughs> so, but like I said Bad before, joke. if you're a hardcore Star Wars fan, fanboy or fangirl, do not judge, Um, pick it up. Because you're going to, like, once you can like get the very first mission or play multiplayer, and you're in that cockpit, and you get damage, and you hit, see that little crack in the the, sh- the windshield. That's one of the first things I pointed out when we were watching it today. And I was like, oh, the windshield crack. And you watch your dashboard kind of get like little like scuffs and burns and start sparking. Yeah, the display starts it, to flicker colors. Yeah, it, it really gets you into the game to where you're like, you're like, I gotta dodge, I gotta make it, I gotta make a turn, I gotta make a turn. So, for me, get for Star Wars. If it was like something, I hate to say it, like you, I would say it's a pass right now for me. Especially considering, did I mention all the games that I ordered in this podcast no, you have yet? Not. So, so I'm going to probably skip this, even though listening to you talk about it kind of makes me want to play it. But like, I bought Control. I bought Cyberpunk 2077. I pre ordered. I pre ordered um, Godfall, which is coming out, I think, in November. And I bought. Kingdoms of Amalar Reckoning, the remaster version, which I guess has been out on Steam for a little bit, but I've never talked about Control before, so I'm going to play that one coming up. Plus, I'm going through Darksiders Genesis, and I want to play Darksiders 3. Cyberpunk's coming out next next month. Godfall is hey, coming hey, out hey, next month. It's supposed to. I'm not the other out here. It's supposed to come out, okay? There, there was a thing on... what well, I don't remember where it was that I saw it. I think it was something on YouTube, but they said that CD Projekt Red is currently... Their, their uh, cyberpunk team is in like, super crunch mode right now they're they're being told they're all working overtime until this game is done so we'll see how that works i don't know if they're like hell-bent on getting this thing out before the holidays start before thanksgiving or what yeah but some on on some negative news uh gamestop just keeps finding new ways to burn more bridges down oh are you talking about what we were talking about before Cause if anyone listens to the podcast, know that I would been I try to get my friend a PlayStation Five, yep. and I try to get myself an Xbox Series X. Right. Um, they said that they had seven of the disc tray Xboxes series, and then yeah. they had two of the Xbox ones that were digital. Sure. Well, come to find out, they were supposed to a have more. Yeah. I wonder how much more our store is supposed to have. Alleged. Apparently, I don't know. I, I want to believe the person who's in who works at the store because I've been friends with them for years. Hmm. They say that they only had those consoles, but the other bigger stores, they were supposed to have more. Oh. 
And because I said there were seven of the regular Distray yeah. Xboxes yeah. and two of and the digital ones. you were ones. in the eighth position and missed out. Yep, yep, I missed out on both. Right. And pretty much from what it sounds like from articles I'm reading and people who are employees there are saying that their own store managers have been pre-ordering them, putting fake names. Yep. And using cash, there's no credit trail. Yep. And then they're going on eBay and selling the pre-orders. Yep. And if that is true, that is a major move. Yeah. A major move. Pathetic. Because, I'm sorry, I waited in the line for an hour and a half for nothing. Yep. For seven Xboxes. And I, I hope, again, that this is not true. But at the same time, this isn't helping their cause. No. This is not helping their cause at all. I mean, they're already on their way out. Now they're just making things even worse. <laughs> they, I think that no, I think they could have saved themselves. Mm. Reggie Fizeme is on bo- the board of GameStop, and he says he has some neat ideas. And there are a crap ton of experimental stores. We just haven't been able to see any of the newer ones. Oh. One, I know the experimental stores that my friend took a picture of is a like kind of like internet cafe style. Where huh. you can play games, and there's like four, t- like there's like eight, con- you know, TVs and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. so you can play. This is in a GameStop. This is at a GameStop. Another one was more merchandise kind of style, and then more more games to the back, but more of a nerd culture with Think Geek more heavily ah, prevalent. Okay. But I mean, this is this is like un- unforgivable because this has happened before with the PS4. This mm. happened with the Xbox 360. And this happened with them before, where people and their employees were buying them, were getting the pre-orders, and doing not just one, but multiple ones. Yeah. In my opinion, working at a store, there should be special perks. You should be able to get the pre-order first. I'm sorry, I do sure. believe that's fair. Sure. I do. Yeah. I, I just did don't it. allow your employees to take them them all. <laughs> yeah, because when I was at Toys R Us. They told me, "Do you want to? Pre- do you you get first dibs?" Yeah. And I looked at them. I was like, "No, I don't think that's right for me since I'm in charge." Didn't you say you climbed in the back of the truck and started pulling stuff out for yourself or, or your friends or something? No, oh. no, 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 no. I had empty boxes where I'd goof off and trick people at other stores that I had an Xbox 360. Oh, and I thought them. I thought you went on. No, the- they delivered them by oh. you. They did not deliver them by normal truck. They would come in by UPS. Oh. Wow, it seems like it'd be way more expensive. That's how the the, toy, the stuff from Toys R Us, because yeah. they didn't want to, you know, bring them with the regular stock in case if something got damaged. Right. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And it was really hard to get them anyway, so they were trying to dot their eyes to get as many as possible. But sure. I had the option first to get to be the very first one off the line. Yeah. To get an Xbox 360. Oh. I, I turned it down because I didn't think being in charge, it was right. Mm. I had other employees when I was in charge at the video game part of yeah, Toys R Us right. that I said, hey, um, we're going to get 15 yeah. for our launch, our first launch, and you guys can, since there's three of you, if you guys want to, I like it's like, I can at least, we can do five pre-orders for the for the staff at Toys R Us. Uh-huh. There's 25 of us, and I guarantee only like five of us want them. Hmm. So I forgoed mine, yeah. and I let, but... Wally, Wally World, GameStop, and a bunch of other places have had multiple player employees pre-order and buy more than one console and ah. put one on eBay. Right. This has always happened, and that's what drives me up a wall. I think it's just more 
in your face now because YouTube and Facebook have just become such big things well, in the last five years. Well, more and more people have, can call up their bullcrap yeah. and show proof of their bullcrap of right. other places. I mean, I know this for a fact that that happened at this, um, the other Toys R Us's I worked at. I worked at two other ones, the one downtown in Saginaw, mm-hmm. bef- and then I also worked at a few other ones. And I know for a fact that some employees bought more than one ah. or two, you know, more than one of the Xbox 360s or the PS3s. I know that for a fact that they did. I know a bunch of people in Japan got their hands on PS5s and they were, they've been like showcasing them on YouTube. And I guess... I don't know where the information came from, but somebody, it was Rich's, Rich's channel, but he was saying that the PS5 runs very cool. I guess that's a big thing right now. He's saying people are worried about it overheating, but he said that's not going to be an issue. They have a, they, uh, they use the same kind of style chip that the Xbox One X has, hmm. where it has the ability to help it keep itself cool. The, the last time I looked into it, they were talking about liquid cooling it. Like me, some type See, of I didn't liquid, know about like... liquid metal cooling. Oh. But I don't know if that's still a thing or not. No, I but don't apparently, know either. apparently the PS5 at least is going to stay cool. The, the design for the Xbox One, uh, Series X looks like a regular PC, so I'm sure that's not going to be an issue. No, I don't think so either. I mean, it looks like there's a gigantic vent on the top that's just going to blast air. So. But that was another thing that you and me were just talking about. We're like, okay, these consoles like both are just going to be a nightmare. And then my one buddy goes, hey, maybe I should look into Stadia. And I just started oh, laughing at barf. him. I started <laughs> laughing at him. He's like, well, what's the big deal? I'm like, do we have good internet, do we have good enough internet connection to where Stadia is going to be fine for you? He goes... I'm out near the country. I have, you know, good internet, but not great internet. And I'm like, then don't even try bothering. I mean, even here, I was trying to download Control, and because I was kind of bored, I was like, all right, I'm just going to load up Guild Wars and try to play Guild Wars at the same time as Control was downloading through Steam. Couldn't do it. It's lagging too much. No, I mean, like, we don't have... (laughs) And we have a 100 megabyte connection And then now Amazon's doing something right, too. Luna. Luna, yeah. (laughs) But the way it looks like Luna's going to have even more of a game selection on it. Yeah, sure. But again, those Stadia and Luna all fall down to the one thing. Do you have a good enough internet connection? Right. See, and and me, because I've decided to wait on getting a next-gen console, I was contemplating buying, like, a 100-foot HDMI cable and a 100-foot USB cable, running them from my bedroom where my PC's located into the living room and jacking those into my TV, and then playing games using the Steam OS from my television. That's not a bad idea. And I could just run it up the wall and just like tag it right to the wall like we've got other cables running through here. So it's like wouldn't be in the way. But then I was thinking, what about if I bought um, Steam Link, the box that you use to stream your games from your PC to your TV? Yeah. I don't know how good that would work, though. I, I don't know. And I was looking into it. Apparently, it's uh, discontinued and I was going to I would have to go onto eBay and pay. It's, it's like 220 bucks or something for like the weird controller and the, the link box. Okay. Well, okay. So, but I mean, that's basically going to be my console replacement PC Yeah. for now. I'll, I'll get a PS5 next year in like June or something. Yeah. So, I mean, as Thanks, of, Corona. I mean, <laughs> we're running kind of a little bit longer than we usually do. But so right now for um, next podcast, I'm thinking about. Um, we did agree that we're all going to pick one game for a horror one and play it. Hmm. I, I'm i uh, st- on today, I'm starting Blair Witch. Ah. 
you're supposed to be playing RE7. I got bored. <laughs> so, in other words, I think you should pick up and try RE4 then if you want action. Yeah, if I can find it. It's on Steam. Yeah. Steam, my friend. Yeah, I'll Steam. Pick it up. If I can get it on Steam, sure. Um, Andrew is meeting up his um death. Oh, his Final Fantasy clan. So something. He, I don't know what he he's won't doing. be back until next week. So hopefully he can be on here. Right. But I'm thinking that we should we do agreed on vampires. I think wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. So what's taking us out? Something from like we need heavy metal in honor of hell. I can do some painkiller music to take Let's us out. Do pain, it. Painkiller. Pain really Something from painkiller then. Yeah. So I'm Adam. I'm Josh. Peace out, guys. Adios. Actually, I'm going to put a part in here. So remember, you can email the podcast. That's manadronepodcast at gmail.com. We are on Podbean. That's manadrone.podbean.com. And yeah, I think that's it. All right. Peace out, guys. Yep.